Welcome to the Project Unchained podcast, where my special guests and I help you break free from the chains that hold you back from life's greatest experiences. The goal of this podcast is to educate people on self-care modalities that can and will improve your life if you commit to doing them. An effective self-care regimen is the single most important thing that you can do for yourself to have a more extraordinary life experience. I'm your host, Ross Leppola, and I've spent the past several years of my life on a journey of healing and self-care after living my first 28 years chained down by my own limiting thoughts and beliefs. Now, I'm here to share what I've learned with you to empower you to break free from the chains that hold you back from your unlimited potential. Let's get unchained. When you were lost in the woods, you were misunderstood by everyone, everyone. You were searching for words, but they came out absurd. And no one heard you, no one heard you speak your mind. They lost the We interrupt this show with a brief message. This podcast was created through a strong sense of belonging. A tremendous amount of personal growth has had to occur in order for me to be able to create the Project Unchained podcast. My gift to you. Being vulnerable is scary, and it's not something I've always been able to do. I've had to create confidence in myself and what I believed in. No one was going to do that for me. I had to do that for myself. And guess what? You can too. Creating self-confidence begins with a strong sense of belonging. You create belonging through internal validation. Well, how do you do that, you might ask? I got you. I've created this online self-development course that is designed specifically to help you build a strong sense of belonging within yourself. The ability to internally validate your existence, have the confidence you desire, and grow your self-worth that you never thought possible. The Belonging Blueprint is here to guide you every step of the way. To get more information and to enroll today, you can click the link in the show notes or message me directly. Now back to the show. Hey, what's up, my friends? Welcome back to the Project Unchained podcast. I am your host, Ross Leppola. I'm excited and grateful as always to be here and be in this space to share myself with you all, to share my personal journey and be vulnerable with you all. I got some cool guest episodes in the work. I'm really excited for those to come. Uh, There's some, again, like doors opening of opportunity because of doing this work that give me an opportunity to connect with people that I never would have in a million years, most likely would have not connected with them without having this space here. So that to me, that's really cool. It's just another layer and level of, to me, like continually doing this work does things and creates other opportunities to experience new and different things in ways that, you know, I don't know how they'll unfold. I haven't recorded those episodes yet at the time of recording this one. So (laughs) we'll see how it goes. I just know that I'm really excited for the opportunity. It's going to be awesome. Please do consider giving the show a review and sharing it with your friends. It really helps get this show in front of more people. And that's really important. And one of the reasons why, to me, that is really important is when we grow a community like this of people seeking growth, the larger that community comes. And when the community of that idea of this expansion of elevating our consciousness of healing and growing becomes larger, we have a greater impact in so many different ways for ourselves and for others. As the famous saying goes, a rising tide raises all ships. So let's rise the tide. 
Let's raise the tide. That's how we do it. By sharing this stuff, sharing ourselves with other people, whether it be this show or other shows that you listen to that are of the same variety, whatever it may be. But when we share that and we share ourselves with other people, it's going to help increase that. In that sense as well, when we, when we do that and we find more people to share this work with, we also heal ourselves on a deeper level than what we would have if we didn't. Because when we have these conversations with people, we become aware of different things that maybe we wouldn't have been aware of in another way without having that conversation with people. So when we do this stuff and we do this work, not just for and in of ourselves, but with ourselves as a community, we really start to elevate the consciousness then. And that's, that's awareness, right? And awareness is the agent of change. And one of the things that that really does for us is it, it increases our ability to be present in the moment and that like that whole process is more refined and it's easier to be in that to me breaks free from so much of those limitations of our past because we're no longer projecting our past onto the present. We're just operating and being in the present moment. And that's one of the big ideas behind a lot of this stuff is, is being able to do that. Which, you know, brings me to today's topic. Why is growth and change lonely? There are time periods when going through these different phases in our life that it can be incredibly lonely. And what do I mean by this? When we go through this growth and change, it is a, a change in direction. We're walking a certain direction in our life towards certain things. And when we go through growth, expansion, change, development, we're changing the trajectory. We're changing our, our direction, our current direction. At the end of the day, we're often surrounded by like-minded people, that we attract our like-minded people. We attract the people that like the same things and operate the same way and have the same kinds of beliefs and values and, and things of that nature. So as you change, you are also essentially now changing the trajectory of that. It becomes a divergent path. You're no longer walking that same path with those people. Now, is that a problem? Is it a problem if we're walking on a different path? Because, you know, this is my life and that's your life. Why would we have to walk the same path? Well, it's not always a problem. Just because we're walking on a different path and the path is diverging does not mean that it's a problem at all. There's time periods when it is and time periods when it isn't. When is it not a problem? Let's first like identify that so that we can get that kind of out of the way and then start to unpack when it is a problem. It's not a problem when people hold space for you to be you. If they aren't taking the change of direction personally, right? If you're going through growth change and, and you're adjusting some of the things that you may like to do or not like to do, and that means you no longer like to do the same things, like, does that matter? Do they hold space for you to do the things that you like to do? Or do they take it personally and want you to continue to do the old things that you used to like to do? Maybe it's something as simple as, you know, now you're going to the gym more often instead of going to the parties on Friday nights. I recall a time period in my life when that was something that came up for me when I was starting to get a lot more into powerlifting and getting back into shape after a time period of that not being a priority in my life. People are like, oh, why are you always lifting so much? Why don't you come and hang out? Well, this is the thing that's important to me. And I realized that that wasn't being supported from those people. And that's when it's a problem. 
when they're upset about your change, when they are upset about what you are doing for you, that's when it's a problem. That's when there's conflict in the divergent path. There doesn't always have to be conflict in that divergent path. It is when they want you to be a certain way that is no longer how you want to be. And they don't support your change. They want you to remain the same. It's as though they want to be in control of your life and your choices, and they want you to do what they want to do, and they want you to consume the same things that they consume, whether it be entertainment or food or anything along those lines. And the same goes for you, right? This is also a problem when you project your change onto them. Just as much as it is wrong for somebody to expect you to be a certain way, if you start to grow and change, you projecting your growth and change onto somebody can also create a roadblock to that. It can create a roadblock for yourself and the relationship, and it causes conflict in that divergent path. And look, I get it. You see the benefits of this growth and change. You see the benefits of a healthier lifestyle for yourself physically and mentally and spiritually and and your total well-being, and you want to share that with them. That's okay. Sharing is different than projecting. Sharing it with them is, you know, giving them information when they are open to receiving it versus telling them what they need to do differently. And that's the big difference. That's when it becomes a problem is through when things are being projected. And one of the things that I like to think about with the the core of that problem is like, you know, when it is a problem, what is it? Why is it a problem? Essentially, a lot of it comes down to like the attachment of an identity of a person as opposed to seeing their autonomy as a human and as a free spirit. There's going to be over time we're all going to have change and growth and expansion in our in our life in the expression of our life that is mandatory i recall one of the best things that i ever learned from a mentor of mine my high school football coach i remember many many years ago one of the things he said is that if you don't have any like considerable life view perspective changes every like 5 years then you're not paying attention to life and I, I really appreciated that. Probably not as much then as I do now, but there's all kinds of different things that we learn and we become aware of that change our perspective. You've heard me talk a lot about perspective in a bunch of different episodes, and that's huge. When we learn and get different information, that helps us see a different perspective to all kinds of different ideas. And that can and very much will shape how we want to participate in the unfolding of life as it moves forward. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with having any of that kind of change and growth and expansion in your life or in somebody else's life. And again, so the the core of the problem in the attachment to the identity, when a friend doesn't want you to change, they're often threatened that you no longer like the things that you liked. And it, it's almost as though you are no longer that person because they view you as a, a certain thing. And now that you're changing, they're almost in a sense grieving a sense of loss because they don't think of you as this person. They think of you as these things that you say and do. And so as you might have some shifts and changes, they they don't see that anymore. And they still project onto you what they used to think of you. 
and that doesn't align. It doesn't converge. So there becomes a hardship and there's that attachment to that identity. And that too is also another reason why we feel a bit lonely. You may feel lonely as though you're leaving your friends, which is why, you know, you want them to come with you. You want them to go on this this journey with you. I know I've had some moments in my life where I've gone through some of this stuff and I'm like, man, why can't they just see what I see? Why can't they understand what I understand? It's not my job to change anybody. I can't change them for them. They have to want to do it themselves if they so choose. And if they don't, well, then we're on a diverging enough path that we might not be suitable or compatible in life with friendship anymore. You know, and not everybody wants to wake up and walk this path of elevating their consciousness. Many people don't want to accept the responsibility that comes with that higher state of consciousness. We are, in a lot of ways in our society, very conditioned to being numb and dumb and ignoring things and suppressing things. And it becomes difficult when that stuff gets challenged. There's been all kinds of times in the past couple of years when I challenge that, that I have to go through some suffering to connect with the thing that I've been suppressing and elevate the consciousness and bring awareness to that so that I can take that next step forward and take the next step forward. And that's really important. And so this shift and change challenges what that person sees you as. So they're threatened that you're no longer this, this thing that they liked, but you are still you. It is just that you are shifting some of your likes. I mean, a big one for me, I've had, I've been a football junkie my whole life. Played football is one of the most important things that I've ever done in my life was play, play football in high school. Man, it, it did just an absolute ton for me. Well, I've gotten to the point where a couple of years ago, I started to realize that, you know, sitting around all Sunday, every Sunday was a distraction to me living and experiencing life. And it's gotten to the point for me where the past two years, the about the I think the only game that I watched all season last year was the Super Bowl. I still pay attention. I still like sports. I still like football. But I don't sit down and consume it like I used to. That in and of itself, like that activity that brought me together with other people is no longer an activity that would bring me together with people because I don't participate in that activity. Now, the thing is, for me, I don't care if somebody else watches football. If that's the thing they want to do, that's cool. That's on them. For me, that's not the thing I want to do anymore. There's other things that I value spending my time doing with my family. And it took me realizing that my kiddos, like her behavior and being upset about football being on and TV being on like that was an expression of her wanting my attention. And I realized I want to give her more of my attention rather than give my attention to the television. So I made that change and it's been for the better. So yeah, that's some, some thoughts and ideas. There's all kinds of nuances to it. But at the end of the day, I think when we go through growth and change, people that are not also going through growth and change feel threatened that they're no longer going to be able to be friends with you. They feel threatened that you're doing things differently than you used to. And and they're attached to the things that you used. They're attached to the things that you did rather than 
you being an autonomous human being and and soul. So we have to allow some space for people to to be themselves, which is not static. We are not static beings. So a little challenge for yourself that I have that I thought about today that I thought was kind of a, a neat little thought experiment. While I don't believe that we are full products of our environment, our environment does have an influence on us, especially our friends. They will have an influence on us to, to a certain extent and will vary from time period to time period in our life. So what I want you to do is draw, get a piece of paper and draw a line like in the middle of the paper and, and call that the zero line. And maybe you need a little word bank of friends, but you know, have a bunch of people's names. And above that zero line, I want you to write the people that in your life shows or supports to you and somehow for you to be your best self. Those people that are always helping you up level to some extent in some way. And then I also want you to write next to their name. Why? Like, why do you think that? What do they do specifically that helps you show up as your best self? What do they do that helps you up-level each and every day? And then below that line, do the same thing about the people that maybe tend to pull you down a little bit, that want you to be the same. They want you to be the static image that they're projecting onto you. They're, they're not okay with growth and change. And again, be specific. Write down next to their name why you think that is. Now, I want you to understand something that as you do this, try not to assign value to those people as being good or bad. Acknowledge that this is your perception, that this is your perspective, and your perspective isn't always the truth. It's just your perspective. But what I want you to do with that information is, again, really important to not judge the people. I want you to just use the information to empower yourself. This isn't about cutting bad people out of your life. Look, I get it. There are some people that do need to get cut out of people's lives from time to time. And if that's one of those people, if you discover one of those people that you feel like, oh man, you know, this person really brings me down and they lead me to making all kinds of bad choices. And I constantly make bad choices and I constantly lower my life when I'm around this person, then you need to most likely distance yourself from that person. But that's not what this exercise is about. We're not trying to find the good people or the bad people in our life. We are trying to bring awareness around the things that elevate you and the things that do not elevate you. Because at the end of the day, that's what's most important. When we create the awareness around what those things are and you know what they are, then you can use them to your advantage. You can use the things that elevate you and be understanding to know what they are so that you can use them to elevate yourself. And then you can be aware of the things that kind of pull you down so that you can mitigate or maybe sidestep those things and not allow them to bring you down. At the end of the day, when you walk this path of growth and change, you have to take that radical personal responsibility in this lens. It's not about, like, again, finding good or bad. It's about creating the awareness to those things that help you show up as the best version of yourself. 
so that you can use them to constantly move forward in an upward trajectory path in life. That's what I got for you today. Thank you for joining me. We'll catch you all in the next one. Let's get unchained. Thanks for joining Project Unchained today. It's important to note that I'm not a doctor nor a licensed therapist. I'm just a guy who is passionate about helping empower others to break free from their limiting thoughts and beliefs to have extraordinary life experiences. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. That will ensure that this podcast can reach more people. We're more powerful together, so please do share this with others. I'm always happy to engage with you, so please do reach out via social media or email if you'd like to chat. A special thank you to my very talented cousin, Galen Lee, for the intro and outro music to this show. The song is Lost in the Woods from her 2018 album, Learning How to Stay. You can find Galen's albums on Bandcamp, Spotify, and ViolinScratches.com. Until next time, make your life experience extraordinary. Let's get unchained. away